So hi, welcome to Gnome's Podcast with Leon C. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start making music? Oh, blimey. Um, a little bit of lack of self-confidence mixed with a discovery of Bob Dylan. Oh, um, got everything going, really. Um, I used to, I used to, so I remember that if we go right back, we got a thing called sixth form, right? which mm-hmm. is uh 18 to 18 to 20 uh, 16 to 18 god i'm so old now and we, used to, <laughs> we used to i used to sort of sit there um after a bit of so I, I went to there separately from secondary school which isn't really normal in the uk and i and i sort of met a new group of friends who were all as weird as me and we were sort of you know chilling out um and i re- started like realizing i have friends and i started building up some confidence and um I used to just play like covers of songs to myself in my bedroom and I sent them to a few friends. They were like, yeah, these are cool. And I was like, okay, I was right. I do like them as well. (laughs) So then I started um, listening to Bob Dylan, got into all of that um, poetic stuff. And now I'm here writing more songs. Wonderful. (laughs) Quite a journey. All right, solid. Uh, So congrats on your EP. The eulogist or upcoming ep how do you feel the response to it so far to the people you've shown it to since at the time of recording it isn't out yet <laughs> it's been nice um it's an emotionally draining thing to release considering mm-hmm. its topics um so at, the, at this point we record it we're just uh, about to release lady of june on saturday um the press the, pre- the press stuff hasn't been the biggest it could be um i'm not too fussed but my friends like it i like it my mum likes it. It's all good. good. Mom good. liking it is all you need. Yeah, honestly, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Seal of approval. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this EP? Hmm. So the EP is across sort of three years' work. Um, so we finished my first album, Please, in, in, in 2018 and released that. And um, there were like a few songs in the process of writing that that sort of didn't quite make make the EP, but were written around a similar time. One of the songs was Robin Groveway, um, and that sort of was on the live set for well until from 2018 till now, so two years. Um, and it just sort of sat there, and I was like, I'm going to record it, I'm going to record it, I'm going to record it. Then I went and recorded another EP that's coming out later at Abbey Road, and we never got round to recording Robin Robin Groveway. So that sort of sat there and I never like fully understood what it meant when I'd written it. I just knew it was a song. It had a, several characters it had a few topics in it. Um, but I never could quite link a good meaning to it. And then I wrote Lady of June last year after, during exams um, and feeling really awful about everything. Um, and then that was like a tick there. And then Birds was written um, about two weeks after my father passing away with song for my dog then being written during lockdown and of course spending a lot of time with my dog um the songwriting process within those tends to just be like sit down feel something write about the feeling and the reason that feeling exists and then um tackle it that way poetically with a riff normally comes first and then i can put lyrics on to put that um but most most surprisingly um, for this EP was the way that none of the songs were written anywhere near each other. There's like at least months between them, even years, obviously with Robin Grove Way, um, Lady of June, and then Birds and um, the 
song for my dog being written together so what i didn't realize as well was when writing this as a concept ep i didn't know i was writing it basically for most of the time until we sat down and started listing these songs together Mm. and in essence it started to show this story of like a preparation and understanding of grief before you know the big the big moment hit me in my life um and sort of the way the way grief works and it's strange and sort of very soothing but painful ways i suppose yeah wow okay uh so you already went into this question a little bit but if you want to you could go a bit deeper uh where was your headspace while creating the cp no stretched out to like three years but overall yeah yeah so so i mean across that time i've gained I've lost naivety, I'd hope, um, and gained some wisdom. So I think there is there is some some change in songwriting through the EP because of that. Um, generally, my mental health has improved as well. So the time around Robin Grove Way is very different to the time around around Lady of June, for example. Hmm. But I think generally, when we were making it as a band, there was like it was very strange. Lockdown was hard. I was me and my mum at home. Um, we hadn't lived together properly for for, for two years because I'd been at university, and um, I had nothing to do during lockdown. Um, so, and there was an overarching feeling of missing my dad, um, and it was sort of you know it was six months after it, after he passed away, and I didn't know what to do with myself, and I was thinking about him way more than I was you know when I was back at university before all the lockdown stuff started over here. So it was, it was almost a, I remember it very well as like the, the, the EP being recorded over two months. Um, and like we did uh, trap, uh, scratch guitar and vocals, then guitar, vocals, bass, drums, all of that stuff. And I remember those days working and getting all of the band's bits together because we just did it all wirelessly and sent through bits and then put it together, sent it off to the producer. Hmm. Um cool. It was it was really blissful because I got to as 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 compared to other records where I sort of I don't get to see the record the the, um, the record coming together so quick. But every mm-hmm. time I got a new track in from a from a, a, a bandmate, I would be able to just jump into Audacity, do like a quick mix to me, and go, "This is nice." And then I could really like go back to them and say, "What about this?" And mm-hmm. I think for one of the songs, you know, for um, Robin Grove Way, we 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 tried so many different types of keys to just like <laughs> until we realize we don't need any of them but there was that creativity there was that like peace and at the end of the day it was really nice because i was almost in, still engaging with my father um yeah. through the songs and through the writing and one of the things he said was that please wasn't quite for him and he didn't feel it to be very organic which is fair enough it was all midi but when we when i realized what we created here there was like this point in my head when we finished it when i was like this is exactly what he'd wanted mm-hmm. you know so I felt really, I felt really peaceful during that time, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. that's good. Right. That's good. Uh, so what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on the CP? It's really hard to say. Um, I, I can't lock my music into, into anything. There's, well, there's names I've had thrown at me. Um, the likes being Johnny Flynn. Um, who I have never listened to in my life, which <laughs> um, right. is a regular one. Morrissey, because of my voice, which I am slightly offended by, because I'm not a fascist. Um, 
<laughs> and um, who else? Uh, and then there's the ones I like, who I think or wish I was I had influencing my music. So Mark Knopfler, Bob Dylan, Simon and Garfunkel, Kevin Morby, um, and the Lumineers. So I suppose that's the best that's the best way to put into it. But especially in this record, it screams Kevin Morby um, with the saxophone, the keys, the the drums. Um, and all of that lots and definitely have taken a lot from him especially in this record I think definitely it's solid all right I like that uh, so this one should be like super super fast I want you to describe this EP in three words off the top of your head as fast as you can <laughs> grief love and pain wow I like that one grief yeah. love and pain that's yeah. good that's a good one <laughs> Um, so keep that was on the spot. That was so hard. <laughs> I wanted to like <laughs> censor it so bad. <laughs> I couldn't. Like saying saying pain about uh, a record is like the worst advertising campaign in the no. world. <laughs> Some people no. want to feel that pain though. Exactly. Some people yeah. need to get it out. You yeah. know. That's true. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. So uh, keeping along on that same topic, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while listening to the CP? Uh, no. No. Um, <laughs> no, 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 because I wrote these songs about my grief, mm. but that's my feeling. And they will listen to it and you will have listened to it and you will have felt your own emotions um, about the songs, too. So, like, whenever I go into writing a song, I always think I try and just write it for how I want to feel about it, how I feel in the time. Um, but. I have never tried to control other people's emotions to a T where I can say what, exactly what I want you to feel. Do you know what I mean? I don't think yeah. it's, it's, it's sort of possible to do so. Hmm. Okay, I get that. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, you literally haven't even dropped this EP yet. So like two months mm. out at the time. Yeah, right there's now. still a good <laughs> bit of time. But are you working on anything new? Another EP, album, singles? So... We've got this one that we recorded at Abbey Road um, mm. in London, which was a very exciting opportunity because we had Pink Floyd and Beatles had recorded there in, in past history. Yeah, um, that's, that's, a, that's a That's a six-track EP that my, my band and another producer who's also a long-term friend of mine have, have worked on. Um, and it was quite funny as well, of course, because the time timing that it took to create the EP over lockdown was much faster. So we have actually pushed a later EP to release before an EP that was recorded even before that. Oh, my God. That's going to come out later. So this is coming out later. This is in the mixing and mastering stage. So it's oh. very late um, for that. Creatively, though, um, I think this year is going to be a break after making two EPs. Um, I've got a set of songs. I'm hoping to write some more songs and I'm hoping to carve out um, enough songs for an album. Um, in 2021 or 20 no no definitely not 2021 maybe 2021 most likely 2022 okay, okay. All, right. all right exciting exciting uh so where do you see this project in five years done oh. i'd hope oh, <laughs> oh well no. do you mean the the eulogist or leon c your project as a whole your project yeah <laughs> Yeah, I was oh. like, oh my god. No, 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 no. Okay, good. I was like, I was gonna say, like oh, so you're sad. Hang it up no, after the album. No. We're done. 2022, that's oh it. 2022, finished. Oh my word. No, definitely not. That would be awful. Um, it's Now, this this is a question I haven't been asked before. 
Um, and I, one, of, one of those ones that you think about a lot in your head. Um, it's very hard to say because I spent uh, three years um, desperately grappling and scratching for a career and not knowing what I was doing. Um, and all I could think in my head was, I want a career. I want to do tours. I want to make this my job. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and now I'm like, I've got a steady job. I'm going to do my final year of university after this. I'm just going to see. I can't, I can't, I don't want to predict it because I think like, as long as all I want to be is happy making music and not being ripped off. And as long as we're there, I'm quite happy with that. Oh, okay. I really like that one. Just I, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. tried delivering this question different and clearly it just didn't hit. So. <laughs> it's all right, man. Don't stress. <laughs> Trying things Don't out stress. around here. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I was, I was here thinking, you know, like the eulogist in this five song EP, five years time. Yeah. It's going to be long gone. Lost on the other side. Yeah. All right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Mm -hmm. Sick. Death Row it is. So if you're on Death Row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Wow. Mm -hmm. Two days ago, me and my friends, my flatmates were talking about this. Are you serious? Um, I'm, I'm absolutely serious. Oh my God. Do you know how much their spending cap is so I can make this accurate? Or are we going to say Just unlimited money? Unlimited money. Go crazy. We haven't thought that much about this. So. I didn't know that they had a spending cap. They have a spending cap. It's really they do. Sad. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. They, so I would say, like, there's so much food, isn't there? This is the mm -hmm. problem. There's so much food. So, like, imagine a shepherd's pie. Do you know what a shepherd's okay. pie is? Of course. Cup -sized, cupcake sized. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, steak and kidney pie, cupcake sized. I want to get all of this, like, good stuff in me, but mm -hmm. I don't want to fill up. I want the flavors, right? Yeah. You still want to be able to enjoy it, but not be exactly. like, oh my God. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe a small cut of steak. Um, I'm really sorry if you're a fan of mine and you're a vegetarian and you're listening to this. This is <laughs> heartbreaking. Um, maybe then, like, a bit of fast food. Mm -hmm. So, fried chicken um, mm -hmm. would be really nice. Some some chips from one of our... All my friends are going to scold me for this. We've got a really, oh. like, not nice, greasy takeaway called Big John's in Birmingham, which I really like their food from. Mm -hmm. And then I think I'd have um, maybe like a, a roast chicken and some um, parsnips and carrots and just to go with that. And then if that doesn't kill me, they can. All right. Oh. Solid. Do you have a drink to go with all that food? Big like stein of beer. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Wash it all down. Solid. Yeah. Wash it all down. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Star Wars. I didn't even finish uh, the Rebel, question. Yeah. <laughs> Rebel, <laughs> Jedi, or Sith, though? Like. <sighs> Mercenary. Mercenary? Like Han Solo. Uh huh. Yeah. Taste. Taste. You, you, That'd get, be cool. you, get, you get the relationships, mm -hmm. blasters, mm -hmm. the scumbags, mm -hmm. the good guys, and the Empire, and you might get caught for dealing drugs. It's a win. Win, win, win. Honestly. Man, we haven't gotten that one yet. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Going out of the box. Sick. Uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. And every single person we've spoken to has said it's the most important question. 
Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. Specific shade? No. No? <laughs> Just no, blue. the heart emoji. Blue. <laughs> yeah, you heard like, the heart emoji. <laughs> like, like, you know, just like the blue blue. Yeah. Like the blue everyone like thinks about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think of blue, that blue. Yeah. Okay. okay. Solid. Good. Uh, Good. So as Glory said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, my EP is mm. out on the 20, is either out now out on the 26th of december boxing day um and hopefully there's some interesting things going on around the time of this um if i'm doing a live stream come to my live stream um and and feel free to follow the links to my pages uh if the good people of this um podcast put them up i will Mm -hmm. they're always in the description uh, well, thank you for sitting down with us. This has been Leon C. and uh, We're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>